You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And I am Stacy Smith, and we're so excited to be back in the studio. I know it's been a while, but we're so glad that you're back and you're joining us as we're back. So thank you. And of course, I'm here with my wonderful co-host. Hey, hey, hey. You already know it's Mr. Rayshon Payne. Did you miss me? I did. I missed you too, Stacey. What's going on? Well, I'm glad to be back. Yes. It's September. I mean, damn. Didn't we just say, like, Happy New Year a couple of weeks ago? That's what it felt like. And then summer, I mean, just packed up, left, didn't say bye, nothing, just gone. Temperatures just dropped. Yeah. Dorian is on his way. It's been really, really rough. I've been really sad, actually, like, Uh because of the cold weather. I didn't feel like I really got a chance to enjoy summer. Like, I had a few, you know, little weekends where, you know, I had fun. But for me, I felt like summer came kind of late for us in Michigan, and mm-hmm. it was kind of short. Um, um, the older I get, the more I'm appreciating the good fall. I don't know. Like, and I'm a summer baby, so it's like when Memorial Day comes, it's like, okay, the summer kicks off for me. And then I don't look forward to the summer to my birthday. Then after my birthday, it's like, all right, this old fall. Here we go. You I know, just start I, looking cute. I love fall. I love fall because of the fashion. Yep. So yeah. You get to wear your leather jackets and, and your layers and your boots and all of that stuff. So I love fall fashion. And I even love, you know, here in Michigan, we have like the cider mill. So we get to have the apple cider. See, I like the trees. The donuts. And yes, the changing of the leaves. Yeah, it's so beautifully pretty on them colors. Yeah. So, and then I like fall because I think I'm going to be one of them grumpy old men. Because that's when y'all go in the house, the neighborhood is quiet, it's clear. I ain't hearing all that yelling and music and thumping in the streets. So that's why I like a good fall. It gets a little quiet. All right. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Rayshon. Oh, shut up. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what we do on Unapologetic? We yes. always hop into our entertainment and celebrity news. Oh, so, so much has been going on mm-hmm. this week. And actually, right before um, we started the show, we were talking about a loss that we recently had uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. LaShawn Daniels. Now, you probably don't know who LaShawn Daniels is, but I'm sure you know his music. You know him, but you don't. Yeah. So he's been responsible for some of the biggest hits from The Boy Is Mine, Say My Name, Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah. And basically, anything that Rodney Jerkins has produced, LaShawn has majority nine times out of ten wrote. Yeah. So he's like, he writes it, Rodney produces it. So that's pretty much like they've been that duo. So yeah, we lost the... A good one. Yeah. So yeah. he recently passed away at 41? the age of 41 yeah, from a car accident. Yeah, it was yeah. a car accident. So so what's up with these cars? Him, Kevin Hart? Come on now. What's up? What's going on? I don't know. But our thoughts and prayers Absolutely. are definitely with LaShawn's family Absolutely. and Kevin Hart as His well. Wife. He's recovering from surgery. Kevin Hart. Yeah, surgery. Yeah. So he had actually recovering from surgery. He had surgery this morning, according to TMZ, for his back injuries. Oh, so he my. suffered uh, back fractures. 
And so they're actually um, looking to put him through physical therapy. They said it's going to be, okay. you know, a little bit of a long haul for yeah, him, yeah. but he's expected to make a full recovery. Back to LaShawn, did they, like, any details? Like, who was driving? LaShawn like, was driving. Uh, he was driving, so. so yeah, we're going to feel that one. So yeah. no, there's no additional details. In terms so. of Kevin Hart, um, if you want to get more additional details, you can go on TMZ.com. <laughs> They're right there. Yeah. So, But our thoughts are definitely with Kevin Hart Absolutely. as well. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about dating. And so speaking of dating, there's a new couple alert. Genie. Huh? From, from the real, real. Okay. and young Jeezy. Well, I guess he's not young anymore, so Jeezy. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. The snowman. Little combo right there. Oh. I'd say so. But it's not surprising. Like, Jeannie has always given this hip-hop little flavor. Persona that she, she, yeah, she likes a little flavor. <laughs> she love down chick. <laughs> yeah, she, she, you know, she's yeah. always kind of been that way. So I I'm like not surprised. Jeannie. She, she cool. And Jeezy, yeah, I like so. Jeannie and Jeezy. Okay. Yeah, he recently posted her as his woman crush Wednesday, yesterday. So. So it's official. It's official. Mm-hmm. Had a bad look for neither one of them, so I, I wish them the best. Yeah, I and mean, you know she went through, as many of you know, if you care, you know she went through a little bit of a challenging divorce um, with her ex Freddie, and it was you know pretty public, and she talked about it a lot on the show, um, and she talked about how she didn't want to have children, and that was kind of what did it in terms of their marriage. And now Freddie, uh, from what I've told, he's had a child oh. recently, and he's he's moved on. So now Jeannie is moved no, on no, as well. No, oh, goodbye. Yeah, so very good. So shout out to them. All right. In other entertainment and celebrity news, Judge Mathis, uh, if you have heard about this, it was kind of a crazy story. He was actually here in Detroit. He had his car valeted. And when the valet driver brought the car back, there was something going on where Judge Mathis felt like he took his car too long. So it was a Rolls Royce, and he felt like the driver took too long to bring him back his vehicle, and he suspected that the drive I'm sorry, the valet driver was basically joyriding around in his car. Mm-hmm. There was some type of an altercation, and the valet driver accused Judge Mathis of spitting on him, in which he was trying to have him charged for assault. Well, he's in the clear. I so, see you. Yeah, that that does matter. No, not no. So how did he clear that? Well, he decided that he wasn't going to press charges anymore. The valet driver, because I'm, I mean, I don't know the details, you know, but he decided he wasn't going to press charges anymore, and you know, it's been dropped. So, well, I don't necessarily believe that he was actually joyriding in the car because you know you have to wait a while for valet. I don't know why it takes all day for valet, but it just does. But I don't, Judge Mathis just does not look like the type that would go around spitting on people. So I didn't believe that story when I heard well, it. I mean, he went as far as to say he wanted Judge Mathis to take a DNA test to prove. Oh, God, just stop. You're embarrassing yourself. But go get my car and shut up. So, yeah, I'm sure Judge Mathis is relieved that this little mess is over. I mean, because it's, it's Judge Mathis. Like, what if he, he can represent himself? Come on now. Do you really want to go toe-to-toe in a court? With Judge Mathis? I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, speaking of court and 
crime and all of that. Um, a man believed to be the late Mac Miller's drug dealer has been charged by federal prosecutors in connection to his death. So Mac Miller was found almost a year ago from an alleged drug overdose. And the Associated Press has reported that 28-year-old Cameron James Petit is being charged for allegedly supplying Mac with counterfeit oxycodone pills containing fentanyl. Did I say that right? Fentanyl. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um. So, yeah, they're actually um, charging him with his connection death? of his death. Yeah. I mean, if you want to charge him with, you know, the selling of narcotics, but it, I, okay. I mean, somebody had to pay for his death, I guess. So, I mean, they charged Michael Jackson's doctor with his death. So they did. They did. So. They did. All right. And our final story for the night. So one of our favorite rappers has announced that they are retiring. Mm -hmm. They are retiring and planning to start their family. And that is Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so she actually posted on Twitter today. She said, quote, I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do it to death of me. X in the box because ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life. Um, yeah, but I don't think she should have went out like this. She should have okay. came out with at least like one like just fire album and that's just been it. You know, there's been this Nicki Minaj hate train going on for so long now. And, you know, I don't know if it's deserved. I don't. I'm only saying this because I don't know Nicki Minaj personally. <laughs> True. So I can't say whether or not, you know, she deserves all of this that's coming at her. But if there has been lots of allegations towards her saying that she has blocked other female rappers from whether it was red carpets, um, opportunities. And because of that, a lot of people have really, you know, kind of. I, I'll just say it. They've really like hated Nicki Minaj. And then on mm -hmm. top of it, the whole beef with Cardi B, that just made it worse. So I think that, you know, she's older now. You know, she's 37 years old. She has actually filed for her marriage license. So they're going to be getting officially married soon. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she's like, you know what? I don't need this. I'm rich. I'm 37 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm about to get married. I want to focus on my family. Nicki Minaj is the new Little Kim. What happened to Little Kim just happened to Nicki Minaj. She just wasn't ready for it. She didn't think it was going to happen to her. I feel like people still love Little Kim though, and people still love Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so what exactly happened? Like I said, because mind you, people talked about Kim too. She ain't no the nicest person to deal with in the industry either. She has been like notorious for her attitude and her antics as well, mm -hmm. just like Nicki Minaj. And you remember when Nicki Minaj was getting on the scene, who was like the biggest, who did Kim just seem like to always go after? She, Nicki would have been Cardi. What Cardi is now, that's when Nicki would have been then. So she was the up and coming. She's the new hot one. Kim was kind of fading out. Even though Kim has a strong fan base, just like Nicki has a strong fan base. But mind you, when's the last time we got a Kim album? Yeah, it's been a while. Exactly. But she's still little Kim. People still love little Kim. We probably ain't gonna never get a Nicki Minaj album, but Nicki Minaj is still gonna be Nicki Minaj. She's an icon now. She's, you know, solidified her place in pop culture. Mm -hmm. So, and then, like, this whole, this turned on her, 
Like, you put that out there. Like, you put that energy out there. It came back on you. Somebody new came on the scene. You got to just know how to bow gracefully. I just think it looked like she. that was, like, the last her last resort. Like, let me just go ahead and just leave. Like, nah, give them one more album. <laughs> Remind them that you still Nicki, goddammit, Minaj, and then go. Well, I think that with her last album, I mean, I liked her last album. But, you know, a lot of people didn't even know she had an album come out. What's the name of the last album? Queen. Thank you. But a lot of people, even some people who claim to be Nicki Minaj fans, totally missed that album. For whatever odd reason, I don't know, because I kind of liked it. But, you know, I, I kind of have to agree with Nicki when she say radio is kind of blackballed. She's kind of like the Monique of hip-hop. She kind of, you know, she went after a lot of important people, and ain't nobody rocking with Nicki no more. You can't, you know, you can't burn bridges. You just never know. So... I mean, you know, I, I stopped liking Nicki Minaj as she came out with that first album. That first album, Pink Friday, Trash. No, get the hell on. That was a pop album. You were supposed to be hip-hop. And now you want to come back to hip-hop? No. So, yes. Well, all right. <laughs> we know how Rayshon feels about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Still love Nicki, though. I'm happy oh, for her. Do you? I, I do. No, she came with some high verses, though. Like, before her album, Nicki and her verses can't be touched. But that album, no, no. All right. Yeah. Well, I wish Nikki and her husband to be the very best. Yes, I and, hope that works. You know, I hope that she gets the family that she's always wanted. Absolutely. And, you know, she continues to live a successful life. So that's She'll be back. Jay-Z said the same thing. fulfilled life, regardless of whatever it is that she chooses to do with music or she uh, chooses yes. to do other business endeavors. I just but, wish Nikki the best. She talking shit. Jay-Z, wait, I'm just thinking about it. Didn't she say Jay-Z is like her favorite rapper of all time? That's like who she, her mentor. How many times did this fool retire? Was it the Black Album? Then we talk about this. Wasn't that, what, 2003, 2004? That was supposed to be his last album. He came out with 10 albums since then. Stop it. So, Nikki, yes, you're retiring. Okay. Well, we shall see. (laughs) Yes, we shall. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of our entertainment and celebrity news for this evening. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to hop into our topic tonight. So we're going to be talking about dating. Um, a lot of you guys liked when we were talking about dating last time. So we figured, hey, let's talk about another subject with dating. And we're going to talk about signs that you're getting curved. Mm. Or signs that the person really likes you. Yes. So you may want to tune into this one because I think this is going to be a good show for those of you that are kind of trying to figure something out with someone that you're dating. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
are back mm-hmm. on Unapologetic. All right, so that was Earth, Wind, and Fire with September. September. So yeah. welcome to September, guys. We made it. We only got a few months left of 2019, so you got to make it great. Yes, and then you know Christmas is almost here. Well, no, I get excited for Thanksgiving. I ain't, y'all can have Halloween. Y'all can have Christmas. Give me the food. Bring that whole cake over here. I love Halloween. That's my favorite. God. You know, as a child, I love the whole dressing up part. I just like the scary movies on every night. Well, I love the dressing up and the candy. Let's keep this real. Oh, God. Such a girl. All right. So <laughs> let's hop into our conversation and topic tonight, which is dating and signs if you're being curbed or if the person really likes you. So Rayshawn and I are going to take turns here he's going to talk about signs that you're getting curved Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to talk about signs that the person really likes you so i think we've all been there you know you like someone and you're not sure if they feel the same way about you or you're dealing with someone that is just not getting that you're not into them Mm. i've been on both sides yeah all right so you want to start off with signs that you're not really being like that much, they're just not that into you. Okay, this is an obvious one. This one everyone goes. So I did some extensive research on this topic, so I'm going to give you my results on my research that I've done. First one is they your texting is not as quick as it needs to be. This is 2019, folks. Name me one person that's not always on their phone. We're on our phones for everything. Let it be Instagram, Snapchat, whatever the case may be. If you send a text message and they're not texting you back in a timely manner, yeah, that's clear indication that that person not into you. However, now, if you're a person who has a job like myself, I have a job there. I can't really be on my phone during the day. Mm-hmm. But if it's times that you know that I should be free, that I can freely text back, and you know that they're not texting you back, that's clear indication. Who's not on their phone? And then when you get the text back hours later, you send it at, like, let's say, after business hours. It was well, an appropriate time. Would you say that's after business, but that's not too late to text someone? I would say you shouldn't probably text someone after 11 p.m. After 11 p.m. Unless you're in the relationship. Okay, right. So, like, if you were in the early stages of just dating, if you text someone at 7 p.m., that's a good time to text someone. That's, yeah, that's safe. That's after business, not too early. And you're not getting a reply back from about, let's say, 10, 10, 30, when in the reply that you're getting back is, I had a busy day, I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah, that's probably an indication that that person is just not feeling you. If you're always getting that text. Or if you're just getting those sporadic text messages back. Yeah, that's that's like a clear sign. Usually, 90% of the time. All right. I can't argue with that one. Yeah. All right. Well, here's a sign I would say that you will know if a person does really like you. They'll tell you. Mm. <laughs> so if you are curious, ask, especially with men. Um, I feel like men are very, how can I put this? Their actions really show how they feel. Sometimes, you know, women, we are trying to read into men and analyze and sometimes we overdo it and really they're sometimes pretty cut and dry and if you just ask like hey like do you like me like that based off of their response they may be like well you know i think you're cool then no but if he says like yeah you know i do like you i enjoy spending time with you you know all of that stuff i think 
if he's pretty transparent and says it, I mean, I think that's a pretty good indicator. Now, let me say something about that. Be careful when you ask, because whatever they say back, you just have to take it. Well, yeah. Don't ask a question you don't really want the answer to. I think that's with anything, right? That is. But how many times do people do that? They ask a question knowing that they're looking for a certain answer and they're going to get mad when they don't get that answer. But that's why you have to expect whatever comes at you, meaning you have to have no expectations. True. That's the best way to handle, I think, people in general. Have no expectations at all so Mm -hmm. that way you're not disappointed. I think Mm -hmm. that when people set these standards and expectations of how they think people should be and how they should act, especially with dating. Mm -hmm. That's what causes the most conflict because you always set yourself up for disappointment. Right. So that's just me, my two cents. Now, I'm I'm going to piggyback off of that to give you a sign that they're not into you. Now, you said they'll tell you. So if you don't feel confident about how they feel about you, that should be an indication <laughs> that this person doesn't like you. Because, like you said, they will let you know that. So <clears throat> if you even feel like you have to ask, you, you probably need to check that. Like, why do you need to ask that? Why aren't you confident in knowing that this person is into you? What has they done or not done to let you feel insecure about their feelings for you? Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, also, sometimes it depends on how, you know, they're acting. I think sometimes a person can be trying to show you and maybe you're just not receiving it. And sometimes the best way to get a direct answer is to ask a direct question. True, because I'll be the first to admit I'm totally oblivious to like clear signs that I, I know what somebody is not into me. Though. That's why I'm mm-hmm. an expert on this subject. But if a person <laughs> likes me, I'll be the first to admit that I'm totally oblivious to it sometimes. Like, All right. Well, I miss it. Let me go to my next one. Mm? They make time for you. Mm-hmm. If a person is always so busy, <laughs> girl. Or guy. <laughs> no one's that busy. Don't get me wrong. You know, people are busy. You know, listen, in 2019, people have a lot going on, whether it's side hustles, family issues, children, spouses, work, life. I mean, yeah, people are busy. That's true. But no one is that busy if they are really into you. If they really like you and they enjoy spending time with you and they want to get to know you, They'll make time for you. So all of that, oh, I'm just so busy. No, they're not. They're just not making the time for you. They're too busy for you. Let's just keep it real. Sorry. <laughs> and, and that's funny because the next on my list was they don't make time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Clear indication that that person is just not into you. Like you said, like you said we, we do have side hustles going on. Everybody trying to, you know, build an empire. Everybody trying to get that bag. Everybody trying to, you know, stack that bread. But at the same time, you do make time. And then somebody told me this once, and I, I kind of blew them off. And then when I look back on it, I wasn't into them. You make time for the things that you want to do. You do. Mm-hmm. You, you you really do. Mm-hmm. The people that you want to see, the things that you want to do, like, dang, you will cancel this or you will move this back or you will rearrange this if it's what you really want to do. So if you aren't, dare I say, a priority. Right. And they'll plan, too. Yeah. Like, if they exactly. know that they have a lot going on, they'll say, like, they'll actually set a date and say, hey, 
next Thursday at seven o'clock. I'm free. Can we go out? That's your time. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, if they're not trying to make any time, then no, they're not that into you. But if they are, that's a pretty good indicator that they're actually interested. Mm. What else you got? What's another? All right. I'll say the next one is the person smiles and laughs a lot around you. You make them feel good. I think that's a pretty good one. You know, if a person is, you know, looking at you, you know, in terms of eye contact and they're smiling and, you know, they're laughing, that means that they're feeling good. You've put them in a space where they have good energy around you. And that would mean that that person wants to continue to have that type of energy around them because you make them feel good. So why wouldn't they want to see you again and continue to date you? So I think that's a pretty good indicator that someone likes you. Let's see. I always look at them like you being fake. Like, what you up to? Like, I ain't that funny. Like, why are you laughing? Why are you smiling all the time? Like, see, that that's just like the little, I don't know, paranoia in yeah. me. Uh, maybe I need to get over that because I probably missed out on, on a lot of yeah. good ones because of that right there. Yeah, I think you should oh, maybe let your guard down like a little me. bit. You know, but you get hurt like that. Well, I'm saying if a person is like laughing and smiling around you, I don't think you should money. think, boy, <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, All I'm going to say shame. is <laughs> <laughs> I think that you should be more open and more receptive to people if they're showing you that they're having a good time around you or with you. Okay. Nah, this is a clear indication. And I have fell victim to this. Fellas, I want y'all to listen. Ladies, I want y'all to listen to this too. Mm-hmm. If you are the one to in, always initiate any type of outing, meeting, or anything, if you're the first one to initiate it, that's a clear indication. If you're always the one making plans, let's get together Friday. Well, what about this day? What about this day? If you're always the one that needs to initiate conversation, Phone call, text, however you choose to communicate. If you're the only one that's reaching out first, making that effort, mm-hmm. and you're not getting that back, like e- even if they still reply, you know what I mean. Even if they seem to show interest, but it seems to always be one sided. Like you never hear from them unless you're the one reaching out. That's a clear indication, and I, I think a lot of people they go blind to that because. The person may, you know, yeah, reach back. They may, you know, respond back. But that could just because they're nice. That don't necessarily mean they're into you. Like you can reply, good morning, hello, beautiful, all that every day. And they reply back just to be nice and courteous. But if you always initiate that and you're not getting that first, that's probably a sign that this person really ain't feeling you like that. Mm, I think sometimes with women... And now I'm speaking from the female perspective. Sometimes women feel like the man should initiate contact sometimes. So sometimes sometimes I was going to say women are not as, you know, assertive when it comes to the communication with, you know, even phone calls and text messaging or initiating dates, especially like most women are not going to say, hey, what are you doing on Friday night? Most women are not comfortable doing that in the beginning stages of dating. Well, no, the first date should always, I mean, be initiated by the man. The man finds. He's a hunter-gatherer. You know, he's supposed to go out and find her. 
So if he, yeah, take the initiative, fellas, the first date. But if it's always you trying, like I know a guy right now, he keep trying to get this girl, just keep sending a text message. He keep blocking, keep, but he ain't stop. He don't keep trying. He don't keep going. Like I'm trying to tell, clear this girl is not into you. Every time you make plans, she cancels them. Why do you keep trying? That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. <laughs> oh. So we're going to. Oh, now know. we got to go. <laughs> no, we're just going to take a quick break. Nah, you know? I'll talk. Get, look, grab a little water, you know. Your uh, throat looks break. a little parched. What sounds a little parched? So we're going to go ahead and take a little break. <laughs> but when we come back, we'll continue to give you the signs of whether they're into you or they're not. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unapologetic, and that was Detroit's own Lizzo. Yeah, I think that song went number one. Yeah, is it? I think so. Oh, well, yeah. if it is, shout out to Lizzo. Congratulations. But I don't like that song, though. I like it. Yeah, you would. <laughs> All right, well, we're back on Unapologetic talking about 
dating and specifically whether or not you're getting curved or if the person really likes you. So it's either they're into you or they're not. not. All right. So do we leave off with you or me? Uh, Who's up? I think we left off with me. So it's on you. All right. So this is a big one. I recently had a conversation with a friend about this. When they introduce you to their friends and family members, that's Mm. usually a pretty good sign that the person is into you because that means that these people are a part of them and they're important Mm. to them Mm -hmm. and they want to show you who they are, meaning they're an extension of who they are. So if the person is into you, it's important for them to actually show you and share with you, you know, who they are, where they come from, what they like to do, all of those things. And their family and their friends are a big reflection of that. Mm -hmm. And usually they value their opinions. So if you're not meeting any family members or friends and you've been dating a person for quite some time, like a significant amount of time, that's probably because they're not really taking you that seriously. Yeah. Because I know for me personally, like all of my friends, they were like, we don't ever know who you talking to, who you dating. And you don't need to. If if we got to that point, because I I feel like if I bring, I care too much about my family and friends to just bring any type of bullshit around them. If I bring somebody around you, this is someone that I think is going to be here for a while. You know, I don't want that reputation that. I got somebody to do it every holiday. It's a different one. You know, you talk about them family members and those people. I'm like, why they always revolving dough? I'm up. But anyway, so that's a good one. I, I, I do like that one. All right. So what do you have for if the person is not feeling you? Now, this is a good one here. And I've actually, I, I've been victim, like, or been guilty on both sides of this. They only hit you up if they're bored, lonely, or horny. Mm. Now look, everybody's shaking their head on that one. Everybody know that one. Like they yeah. only like you don't never hear from them like unless it's a Friday night, Saturday night, the weekend. Like ain't nothing else popping. Like, and, or they're broke. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, they broke. <laughs> like ain't nothing else going on, and it's just you was the last thing to do, and they just knew you was just gonna be there waiting on them. So they bored, they lonely, horny, or all of the above, and you were right there, and you was the one that texts back. And you ain't gonna hear from them again until they are bored, lonely, or horny again. And I can't even say, you know, that's like men who do that. Women, y'all do that too. Like, oh yeah, that works both both ways. Both for ways. Sure. Look, Beyonce was that said that witness all over. Please get up and leave. That's what she said. Only we go selling when I'm feeling lonely, or horny, or bored. That's what she meant. So that that's a clear indication. They don't ask how your day is. They just. Oh, I was I ain't nothing to do with you doing. Oh, I'm lonely. Oh, I'm home. They, they'll tell you that too. All right, I think that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So my next one is the person shares their interests with you. Mm-hmm. I think when a person talks about their future and things that they're really into, that's going on a personal, deeper level. And I think that anybody that goes deeper and doesn't keep it surface. That's usually an indication that the person is into you because they want to share their life with you in terms of what's going on, their aspirations, their goals, and, you know, all of that. Well, I like that because, like you said, it's always surface Mm -hmm. about, you know, just physical, how you look and whatnot. It's never nothing deep. 
I've been in those situations before. They're not fun. Hmm. They're like cool for no. the minute, and then it's just like, okay, what else about you? Now, this is a good one that I, I want to share okay. with people. They don't hit you up after the date. I think that's an obvious one. But you'll be surprised. Like, I... So, so what, that, that text that says, like, I had a really great time tonight. Did you get home safe? Like, th- that type of text? I mean, like, okay, if you get that, I mean, that's cool. But, like, you don't hear from them, like, the next day. Like, oh. you don't get that good morning or you don't get that hot. Or you, like, they just... You don't hear from them again after that date. It is... Don't hook up with them, too. Like, and it's, again, <laughs> male or female, it goes both ways. Don't hook up with them. And don't hear back from them. That's a clear <laughs> indication. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You laugh because you know people out there like that. Like, they just don't get it. Like, we had such a good time. And we made love. Uh-huh. They got what they wanted and they out of there. You still hold it on. You know what I mean? So, if you don't hear from them out there, I don't care how good the date was. You made this connection. You think, like, oh, my God. But you don't hear from them. They ain't got busy. <laughs> They don't have time. They start doing all those signs that I mentioned before. Yeah, you're getting curved. You you want to just go get up out of there. <laughs> just it was what it was. Sorry. Uh, all right. I, th- I think yeah, that's a pretty good indicator that they're just not that into you. Nah. All right. I would say here's an indication that the person is into you, and it's a kind of obvious one. I think if the person looks at you a lot. I feel like if a person looks at you a lot when they're talking to you and they're making eye contact, that usually means like they're feeling you. But if they're avoiding looking at you, that's because they probably don't find you that attractive. That must be weird. Like, what, what you looking at? Like, I think it's something wrong with me. No, I'm starting to get all in my head. And But think insecure. about it. If you're not that attracted to a person, do you want to look at them? Hmm. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, because you don't want them to, you know, start, you know, reading into things. And yeah, I guess so. But yeah. when you're making eye contact and, you know, you're like looking at their features that you really like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're feeling something there. You're feeling that chemistry. Yeah. Because I was going to say next on my list was body language. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, like the body language isn't there. They're very reserved. They're not, you know, open or. With body language, they're distracted. They're on the phone. Mm, that yeah. That's a clear indication. Like you said, they're not even into what's going on in front of them. Something else has their attention right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're sitting down together, they're kind of, you know, they're not inviting. You know, I learned this. I ain't going to lie from Cher. Conclude is what she said. Let's cross together. And she said that's an what, what was the word? Unequivocal sex invite. There you go. What? Yes, that's what she said. And she was right. You know what I mean? So you have to read those signs. And I think because in 2019, a lot of us are lonely. You know, and, and relationships are the thing. You see it on the gram all the time. You know, couple goes, me and Bay having date night. I even saw this video of this dude actually pretending to do couple hand pictures. It was the saddest oh, yeah. thing ever. Like It was funny and so sad. I'm like, is this what the world is coming to? So when someone's body language is just not there, you have to read that. Just because they are there in the physical does not mean that they're Every place else, emotional, mental, 
No, they're just there for the sake of being there. They're bored, lonely, or horny at that moment, and they just want you to shut up and take your clothes off. Okay, well, speaking of, I would say, the body language, when you were talking about the body language, Mm -hmm. I think if a person, like, leans in or, like, raises their eyebrow, that means that they're really listening to you and they're interested in what you have to say, Mm. which would mean that they're into you. There's nothing to look into that. Because I'm just thinking, you know, they just trying to have a conversation. No, they care about what you're saying. They're interested. And they repeat what you're saying. Oh, and another thing is when a person actually remembers what you mm-hmm. said to them. Like, let's say you were on a date with someone and they mentioned something specifically about their favorite candy. And they bring you that candy on the next date. No. Like, that to me is a pretty good indication that that person really likes you because... They listened to what you said, they remembered it, and they did something to actually make you happy. They knew that it was something that would excite you or please you or make you happy in some type of way. Now, what is the difference? Now, we need to talk about this, too. Now, we should have brought this up. When a person is just genuinely nice versus when they're into you. I don't think a person that's genuinely nice would do that. But because I'm getting on to when you said, you know, how the, the body language and how they show interest and because I knew someone who was just you know, a genuinely nice person who, you know, just likes to talk and has to get the gap and it always gets them in trouble because they always thinks that the other like they're flirting. It is not. And they're like, I'm just being nice. I'm just talking. No, I'm just having a, a conversation. If a person goes out of their way to remember something that you said and ask specific questions about, like if mm-hmm. you said, oh, you know, I got to take my dog on Tuesday, you know, for surgery. Uh-huh. And then they follow up with you the following Tuesday and say, hey, how, how's your dog doing? You know, how did the surgery go? Okay. You know, is he recovering well? That's a person that cares. But how about that? That's a person who loves dogs. Well, that could definitely be the case. <laughs> See what I mean? So, no, but, but I, I get what you're saying because I would take that as, you know, they really liked me. They remembered my little doggy, you know, was in the hospital. But, you know, I, you got to be careful. Like, I'm telling this all my extra nice people who like to just be nice to people and talk. Be careful with that because people are crazy out here. You can't ask follow-up questions. Like, if they mention something about children about dogs and you ask them and then I'm telling you because people they run with that so so my extra nice people if only if you are that interested in a person be that nice you, you could be a little mean alright we're gonna take a break <laughs> when we come back we're going to finish it up and give the last uh, few signs of a person being into you or not into you so don't go anywhere we'll be right back you know a lot of girls be Thinking my songs are about them, but this is not to get confused. This one's for you. Baby, you my head thing. You all I ever wanted. We could do it real big. Megan, and you ever done it. You be up on everything. Other hoes ain't never on it. I want this forever. I swear I could spend whatever on it. Cause she hold me down every time I hit up. When I get right, I promise that we gon' live it up. She made me beg for it till she give it up. And I say the same thing every single time. I say you the fucking best. You the fucking best. You the fucking best. You the fucking best. You the best I ever had. Best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had, I say you the fucking No, you got a roommate, call me when there's no one there, put the key under the mat and you know I'll be over there. 
I be over there, shout it, I be over there I be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know is there <laughs> And y'all don't even have to ask twice You can have my heart or we can share it like the last slice Always felt like you were so accustomed to the fast life Have a nigga thinking that he met you in a past life Sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on That's when you're the prettiest, I hope that y'all don't take it wrong Y'all don't even trip when friends say you ain't bringing Drake along You know that I'm working, I'll be there soon as I make it home is she a patient in my waiting room? Never pay attention to the rumors and what they assume. And until them girls prove it, I'm the one that never get confused with. Cause baby, you my everything. You all I ever wanted. We could do it real big. Bigger than you ever done it. You be up on everything. Other hoes ain't never on it. I want this forever. I swear I could spend whatever on it. Cause she hold me down every time I hit up. When I get right, I promise that we gon' live it up. She made me beg for it. Till she give it up And I say the same thing every single time I say you the fucking best You the fucking best You the fucking best You the fucking best You the best I ever had Best I ever had Best I ever had Best I ever had Sex, love, pain, baby, I be on that tank shit Buzz so big, I could probably sell a blank this When my album drop, bitches will buy it for the picture And niggas will buy it too and claim they got it for they sister Magazine, paper, girl, but money ain't the issue They bring dinner to my room and ask me to initial She call me the referee cause I be so official My shirt ain't got no stripes but I can make your pussy whistle Like the Andy Griffith theme song and who told you to put them jeans on? Double cup love, you the one I lean on. Feeling for a fix, then you should really get your fiend on. Yeah, just know my condo is the crack spot. Every single show she out there repping like a mascot. Get it from the back and make your fucking bra strap pop. All up in your slot till a nigga hit the Baby, jackpot. You all I ever wanted, we could do it real big Bigger than you ever done it, you be up on everything Other hoes ain't never on it, I want this forever I swear I could spend whatever on it Cause she hold me down every time I hit up When I get right I promise that we gon' live it up She made me beg for it till she give it up And I say the same thing every single time I say you the fucking best, you the fucking best You the fucking best, you the fucking best You the best I ever had Best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had. I said you the fucking best, you the fucking best, you the fucking best, you the fucking best. You the best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had. Oh, oh yeah. See, this is the type of joint you gotta dedicate to somebody. Let's make sure they that special somebody. Young money. We are back on Unapologetic, and that was Drake with Best I Ever Had, which is a pretty good song for tonight's topic. So we're talking about signs that a person is into you or if they're just not that into you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know this is a tough one. Some of you out there are probably listening right now like, oh, my God, they don't like me. <laughs> and they don't. I'm sorry. But yeah. I'm sure there's someone that does. So pay attention to the signs of the person that does. One thing my mom taught me a long time ago that I'm just now applying, and this is so sad, but it's my truth. We're unapologetic here. Come on. My mom taught me when I was a teenager to like who likes me. Oh. Now, 
you're probably going, well, why would she encourage you to just like someone that likes you? What if you don't like them? No, what she was saying was there needs to be a mutual interest, meaning you want to like a person that is showing the same type of attention, the same type of affection, the same interest that you have. Not the person that you are chasing constantly to try to show them how great you are, that you are the shiny penny, the one that they're supposed to notice. If you have to go out of your way to make that person notice you, you're probably wasting your time. Let's see. I like that because what I got from that is like a person because they have sense enough to like you. Bang. See, I like you because you like me. But you're smart. <laughs> exactly. You, you got it together. See, you got a head on your shoulder. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, it, it may sound a little narcissistic, but it's not. Like, you liking somebody who likes you. I like you because you like me. That's the only reason why. So, yes, I, I've seen a few couples like that. Like, they only like the person who likes them. Because you want to want somebody who, you know, likes you and wants you a little bit more. Yeah. Then you won't do. I'm sorry, but that's just true. But, but this is the thing. I feel like we've all been there where we liked somebody more than they liked us. Mm-hmm. And you were like trying your best to prove to this person that you are just so great, that you're the person mm-hmm. that they need to be with, mm-hmm. that you're the best thing for them. Best they ever had. Best they ever had. <laughs> and they are just not receiving it. And then you end up feeling like... a you know, an a-hole because you're like, I've wasted all this time and you're hurt. Your feelings are hurt because you're like, well, why not? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. That's just not the person for For you. you. Because that's actually next on my list is they they make you feel bad about who you are Mm -hmm. because you could be great. You can be awesome because, you know, I have to face fact, too, as fly, as dope as I think I am. I'm just not, you know, it's somebody out there. Who just to say, nah, he ain't the one. I mean, I don't agree because, like I said, I may not be your type, but you can't help but find something, you know, adorable about me. I'm just going to put that out there. But there are certain people that, you know, you just don't do it for them. And they will make you feel bad about you. So if you're around anybody, if you're dating or dealing with anyone who does not make you feel good about who you are because you are enough. As you are right now, that person is not into you. They, they, they're trying to tear you down. They're trying to push you away. They're trying in their own way to show you why they don't like you. And whatever they're doing, yeah, that's not you're holding on to what? And a person that likes you would want to make you feel good. They don't want you to be sad. They don't want to make you feel like you're... You made a good point. I was looking for the bell. Oh, I like that. Okay. A person who likes you mm-hmm. makes you feel good about you. Damn it, you're right. Yeah. They don't make you feel like there's something wrong with you. Right. No, they're praising you. They're complimenting you. They're letting you know that you're great the way that you are. So love doesn't hurt. Nah. I, like doesn't hurt. Nah. I, Anybody that's around here hurting your feelings, I don't care who it is. Friends, that's not your friend. Friends don't hurt you. No. So someone that you're dating, if they're... Like he said, if they're telling you bad things about yourself, they're putting you down, they're just not making you feel good, that's not a person that you need to be interacting with. Like, just no. cut ties because that's not the one. That's not love. And you can try to change that into where they just want the best for me. A person who wants the best for you is going to see the best in you, and they're going to make you believe in that. 
they're not not going to put you down to get the best out of you. That's not how you do that. And that they like you. That was going to be my next point. A person that wants to help you with your problems. Mm. Okay. So let's say you're going through something. You have a tough, tough situation that you're trying to figure out. If that person just says like, oh, hmm. That sucks. Right. <laughs> they're really not into you. Nah. Like a person that cares about you is going to actually try to help you to solve that problem, whatever that issue is, find some type of a solution because they want to see you succeed. Yes. They don't want to see you suffering. Yes. They like you. Right. They like you. <laughs> they, they want the best for you. They want, want to see you win because they plan on building a future with you. And if you win, David, we all win. If you there have a good time, we all have a good time. Now, this is my last one. All right. My last one, that person I interview, and I need everybody to pay attention to this because this is one your child go miss. Your gut tells you. Mm, that instinct. It's just a guttural instinct. You just know, like, this person does not like me. You know it. You feel it. It's there, and you just choose to be deaf to it. Yeah, I think that's a good one for sure. We've all been there. Yeah, I mean, your intuition, you know, never steers you wrong. You yeah. have to trust it. You have to. And that, so many it, of us don't. That's what I said. Like, that's the one you have to really listen to because I, I believe the human mind it, is very powerful. We don't give it enough credit. It knows how to protect itself from harm. Mm-hmm. And that is the great, that gut is the mind telling you. This ain't the right situation for you. You may want to bail out. But right. Those red flags. They, the red flags that we ignore because we do it all the time. All of the time. And then we get mad at the other person for being nothing but who they originally were, their genuine selves, the whole time. The thing is, that's who they are. They were that way before they met you. There you that's go. just who they are. Another thing that we have to stop doing as people is stop trying to change mm. people. Anyone that wants to change for the better, they will do that because they want to do that on their own. own. But if you are constantly making excuses to justify someone's bad behavior, you really need to evaluate why you're doing that. What are you holding on to at this point? Right. You look crazy. I would just say you need to really (laughs) do some deep soul searching for who you are and determine what really makes you happy. All right. I'm going to give you my last one. Mm. This one, to me, is another obvious one. If the person goes out of their way to physically touch you, that's usually a pretty good indication that they like you. Meaning if they're trying to hug you, they tap you on the arm, they hold your hand, they stroke your hair. Cute little tap. Little tap. Cute little, you know. Okay. If they go out of their way to show some type of physical contact. You be careful with that because, you know, (laughs) if it's unwarranted. Well, no. I'm saying if you're like on a date and a guy, you know. Moves the hair out of your face. Ah, okay. Or, you know, if the girl, like, you know, gives that little, you know, that little love tap. Yeah. Like, oh, you're so funny. The little shoulder thing yeah, that y'all do. you know. It, that we fall for. That's usually a pretty good indication that the person is feeling you and physically attracted to you. So. So look for these signs. I'm try to look for these. All right. So hopefully we helped yes, you know, some to, people out there today. To actually go after that person that seems to like you. And in that person who don't, leave them alone. There's 7 billion people in the world. Come on now. 
All right. So I'm just going to leave you with these final words that I just stated a few minutes ago. Like who likes you in the words of my wonderful mother. All right, guys. So until next time, you be safe. Take care of yourself. And we will talk to you next month, first Thursday at 8 p.m. Peace out. Peace out.